I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. At Vertex, we know the pace of global commerce is increasing, which makes managing tax more complex. And your enterprise systems weren't built to handle that tax complexity. This is where we come in with our platform that enables continuous compliance, giving you more transparency, improved accuracy, and better confidence in your tax data. To learn more about continuous compliance, visit vertexinc.com. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Coming up on TMS, the geometry of pizza. Snuffleupagus, the stinkiest Muppet. Dale Earnhardt made me do it. I don't lick steam. Number 11 may kill you. Bisected pizza. Sesame secretions. Beef at the buffet. Vax your ass and wear your mask. A Rocky's bubble sandwich. A week Wednesday. Earth cookies. It's his heat vapor. Hello, Batman Fresh. Musicals took a dump. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Ragu introduces chicken tonight simmer sauces. And suddenly everybody's saying, I feel like a great pair of nerd glasses in about an hour. This is the morning stream. morning welcome back to the morning stream for monday february 7 2022 i'm scott johnson he's brian ibbett hi brian welcome back hi hello hi. so brian's got a very low voice and uh 85 right. cold reduction uh <laughs> feeling good well 85 percent health uh inclusion what is the, the uh <laughs> oh yeah how do we do we, the math gets gets yeah. reversed i don't know what you call it but that's uh, right yes exactly you know, feeling better like, though yeah oh yeah 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 feeling better sound i don't sound as good as i feel How's yeah. that? Yeah, there you go. That's Just that's good. I, it's okay to sound bad as long as you actually feel bad a bit good on the inside. <laughs> that's right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, not COVID though. You did the second test. Everything's um, two, clear. Two tests using the uh, the on go uh, penile erection uh, supplement boxes that you and I both purchased from yep. GetRoman.com. Yep. And uh, yeah, right now, right now we have a stockpile because we did the free ones from the post office and the free ones from the uh, United States government. So currently we have eight COVID tests in our house in case we need them, which oh, that's at some good. point I'm sure we will. Yeah, you might. You may as well have them. You got to, you know, if you travel anywhere or do anything. When you guys but, go to uh, Vegas, yeah, took, you probably have to do that before you them, leave. Did one Wednesday morning and one Friday morning. Both of them came out negative, And so... No COVID. No COVID. We had a similar deal here at the house where uh, uh, Nick, his girlfriend, 
Taylor and Dylan all had either exposure or some kind of illness and they all had to do multiple tests and we also mm-hmm. dodged a bullet. So, you know, Good. still the circle closes yet somehow we right. don't have it. Good job. Yeah, we're we're four of us in this little bubble, little yeah. tiny bubble. Living in a little bubble out in the west on each side of the Rockies, not getting sick. Well, you got sick, but not that kind That's of sick. sick. Just not the not the bad sick. I feel this like you, the, you uh, kind of got what I had in uh, whatever that was, November, whenever I was super yeah. sick. I think you got yeah. that, some version of that piece of crap. That was the oh, worst. Oh, it sucks because yeah. it, it's lasting a stupid long time. Well, it's almost, uh, it'll be a week uh, Wednesday. No, week tomorrow? Tomorrow. No. No, week Wednesday. Week Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, that's what I always call my Wednesdays. Week Wednesdays. A week to, Wednesday. Yeah, welcome okay, to week no, Wednesdays. It's a weekday. <laughs> uh, all right, we got a lot to get into. I want to throw a thanks out yeah. to Runtfish, cool. uh, listener who sent this thing in. I just like these sorts of things. I like infographics. Uh, can I can I click this or oh, is yeah, this yeah. A, no okay. no test this here? Like a quiz or anything? Okay, no, okay. some of this may surprise you. <laughs> some of this may surprise you. Click here to find out. <laughs> Number eleven may kill you. <laughs> so it's this. You know, we're film buffs. We like movies. We talk about them on the oh, show all the time. Look at that! Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty rad. So this is a film genre popularity deal. Uh, let me put it up for the uh, <laughs> the chat room to see. <laughs> what the the Western one is like, it feels so so accurate. Too. Oh yeah, totally right. It bums me yeah. out a little bit. Um, but it, basically, it's 1910 to 2021. Essentially, the the entire run of film. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything prior to that? Or we're talking silent era here as well. I assume. Yeah. 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 So these are all talkies mostly. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this says the graphic shows film genre popularity over time represented as a percentage of all films released that year with the specified genre tags in IMDb. Each genre has a different access range. So these lines uh, show the popularity relative to other years, not necessarily relative to other genres. So these aren't like genre comparisons. It's just how did these right. things do over time? And the one that I thought was maybe the most interesting was documentary because mm-hmm. it starts in the like with a little peak actually weirdly yeah and then immediately start and you can hover over this by the way and uh and look at the year so if you hover over the data point it'll say in 1915 three percent of films were documentaries and then it talks about the big five that were a big deal um and it does all the way through time here two percent most of the time one percent in the year 1937 we just had no documentaries then um but Look at this. Look at this now. Look at this. Look at this. Down here on the end. This is some kind of crazy. Uh, just goes nuts. Good Lord. Like we're documentaries. It's all we make now. It seems like uh, horror is a similar deal. Lots of little spikes in it. I think musicals. Boy, they really took a dump here in the, here in the modern era. I guess we, <laughs> we still. Get yeah. Them, only but. a couple this year, or, you know, recently that. Uh, um, uh, tick, tick, boom. Tick, tick, boom, and uh, West Side Hamilton. Story. Well, I guess Hamilton doesn't count as a film, even though they released it streaming. But yeah. um, in the Heights, yeah, in the Heights is another one. So there's, you know, we're kind of we're kind of there again. Uh, Comedy is pretty e- even. A real spike in the year uh, 1941 was the highest uh, in hit film history. The highest number of percentage of films were uh, were comedy, which is crazy to me. Uh, but that one's a pretty good chunk. And then uh, what was the other one that kind of surprised me? Um, 
Uh, was it not sci-fi? I expected that to be like that. Oh, war. War is interesting because war peaked, you guessed it, during the war. <laughs> uh, right. The Great World War II. And then kind of petered out and then you get to the the 50s and 60s and you get some some vietnam korean war stuff and then then flat and it's nothing just kind of crazy like, yeah yeah like this year or lat 2021 let's see one percent of films were about war uh i'm trying to find one i would know can't find one don't don't know these names anyway it's fascinating i recommend checking it out it's over at uh tableau public uh, is the website yeah. and uh, just uh, this boy, thing. Oh boy, and you, you're gonna have to search for it because uh, we're not giving you this. This link is not one that we can read. No, it's a nightmare with any sort of usability. I'll give uh, it to the chat; they can have it. There but you go. The it's rest so of you. Cool though. What a cool. Isn't that great? Cool graph. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So uh, I've been holding on to that for the show and uh, forgot yeah, I had it, and left. then I went, "Oh yeah, well, thank you, Runt Fish, for sending that into me." And I forgot to put it up the other day. Actually, I guess I was going to do it Thursday, but you were gone, and so we didn't do it, and that's why I didn't do it. So now it makes sense. I keep forgetting we didn't have a show Thursday. We weren't here because Brian was sick. All right, that's right. Yep, yep. So if you're keeping Sorry. track of all this stuff, now you know what's Sorry. going on. If, if get 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 the you know purchase the program on your way in. It'll help you keep track of all the players and yeah, who's on the uh, injury list. <laughs> yeah, and try tr- do try to pay attention. Chat that's right. Room. Okay. All right. Hey, check this out. I have a friend. They got a pizza. All right. Not a big deal. Everybody gets a okay. pizza. All right. Everybody right. gets a pizza. We even had a pizza last week. See, you had a pizza. Yeah. Um, Everybody gets a pi- pizza. Pizzas are gotten by people all over the, the country. And pizzas have never been hotter than they are now. I don't mean temperature, but I like, you know, everybody, you know, ordering in and getting the pizzas. They've had a, if you had stock in, uh, I don't know, Domino's, you're rich now. That's basically how, how things have gone. It's gone real well for the pizza industry. Uh, just ask Papa John on his TikTok account. He'll tell you all about it. Anyway. A friend of mine gets a pizza, a whole pizza, and uh, it's missing a slice. Brian, are you there? Really? I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> you see you typing away and I couldn't sorry. tell. I'm <laughs> typing because I've got a, uh, a client who ignores my message about, hey, I'm unavailable for the next couple hours. Please stop texting me. Oh, so and, did uh, you actually say that and he still text you? She, Yes. She well, she needs to get the hit. She needs to, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. It's all good. It's, uh, I just I thought I'd lost you. Professional as a podcaster for me to. <laughs> I thought I'd lost you entirely. All right. So they get a pizza. All right. I don't know from who. Doesn't matter. It's probably okay. no. It does matter because I think we want to. Know. Okay, well, it might matter. Guess, it might matter. I guess once we once we make our our, our assessment of the situation here, then uh, yeah, we can determine whether this matters. It might. Let's just say for compare. You know, for for. For the sake of saying so, let's say it's, I don't know. We'll throw dominoes under the bus. They're doing fine. <laughs> we don't know who it was. We don't let's, know. Let's assume dominoes. Yeah, right. we'll punch up on right. this one because they're not they're not hurting. So anyway, they get a pizza. And this friend of mine gets a pizza and it's missing a slice. So oh, there's God. like, I don't know, 10 slices and and normally and one is out yeah. and now there's only nine. And that's the okay, form. So that, that is the question, right? Because sometimes if it's... A smaller pizza in a bigger box. Right. As the driver's driving it around, things will shift around, and maybe those slices will kind of pull apart to make room in the space in the cardboard box. Sure, sure. So, but if it's an odd number, there's there's no way to do your cut across a pizza. Uh, you know, with the um, 
uh, not radius. What is the? It's the. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's always going to yeah, be if equal. You, if you do edge to edge cuts, right. then you're never going to have an odd number of slices. Somebody's going to say, oh, "Yes, you could if you cut it exactly this way." <laughs> blah blah blah. Yeah, if you cut across the diameter, yeah. then you um, dissect. There, uh, oh, bisect. That's the word I was looking for. Bisection. Possibly. There we go. Yeah, yeah look at that. That's awesome. All right, so if by you cut across edge to edge, you're going to always have a uh, an even number. Yeah. So this one had an odd number and a clearly mm-hmm. missing piece from the pie, almost like you know they were doing a chart in Excel and it was missing a chunk of data. <laughs> now, right, and uh, the chart is uh, likelihood of ever uh, <laughs> visiting this pizza place again. Exactly. That's how I would see it. That's how I would see it. So, yeah. so here's the question. You receive this pizza, and it otherwise looks pristine and fine. The mm-hmm. toppings you asked for are there. They're spread evenly. It's cooked nicely. Even the slices are cut evenly, just missing this one piece. Do you eat the pizza? Or do you go, Ugh, I don't know. Someone's been in here. Probably the driver. I don't know. Like, Does I mean, it weird you out and make you not want to eat it? It weirds me out a little bit. Um, no, it weirds me out a lot, right? Because, yeah. I mean, you know that either the driver helped himself to a slice or somebody at the restaurant helped himself to a slice. Um, but you absolutely call them and say, you take a picture of it before you eat anything and say, this is how we received our pizza. Yeah. What's wrong with this picture? Good point. Cause then you're one <laughs> highlights for children. What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> and you'll get, no matter what, you'll probably get like a free pizza coupon or some, something, something, right? Yeah. You'll, um, they'll try to do right with that. But I think I would be hesitant. I would feel like somebody what's the, tampered with my pizza. That's how I would. Feel. Yeah, it's a it's a tampering. Um, it's a tampering that uh, uh, doesn't affect potentially doesn't affect the rest of the slices. Right. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. That's a that's a tough one because. You know, it's like, all right, is it okay to eat the other nine slices? Are they going to be fine? Is it uh, right? Uh, they obviously had their hand in the box. Mm-hmm. Did he touch any other parts of the thing? Was he? Did he have right. poop, poopy them hands? Apart with his grubby, uh, grubby, unwashed hands. That's right. Does his nails have yeah. like uh, poo under the nails? Like we don't know. You know what? I'd say I, I'm going to recant my. Uh, I'm going to retract my. Um, uh, previous statement saying that no i think it's okay to eat the other nine slices i think i i think i call the company and say it's obvious that he got in there or that the driver got in there had a slice and i want a I want a fresh pizza this is un uncalled for unacceptable see then i worry they're going to do something worse to the next pizza that comes to me because every time i I have this in my head because i worked at chi chi's and i witnessed Mm -hmm. a lot of food tampering when when customers are mad and sent something back I would watch people in that kitchen do horrifying things to people's sure. food. Sure, I was like sixteen, so give me a break about you know whatever. Yeah, but, but I think in this case, the manager is going to be like, "Oh my god, yeah, they're totally right. I mean, this is un this is uncool. This driver should be fired." Will they or know? At least because reprimanded. Because what would happen at the Chi Chi's? They'd say, "My steak is. I wanted it well done, and it's too red." And it would come back, and the and the grill guy would spit on it and cook it more. 
and right? then send it back right. to that guy. Because there's no proof that it was spit on. A missing slice is absolutely proof. There's no... Yeah, that's <laughs> there's, true. There's no like, oh yeah, an accidental pubic hair got into your salad, sir. Sorry about that. Yeah, but what's it's, to stop the guy making the pizza who heard he had to remake this pizza? What's to stop him from like horking a, a goober in there? You know what I mean? While he's cooking it. Um, Nothing, but it's not like... It's not like he's at fault, so he's not. He doesn't have any reason to be vindictive. Got it. So he's or the, the the cook. The guy manager. Probably, yeah. The manager is going to be, you know, oh my, you know, apologetic. The um, the driver, as long as that driver doesn't get the new pizza and have to drive back out there and lose his job. <laughs> well, the look, driver, if you know, all right, all right, Bill, you're going to be fired at the end of the night. Um, but by the way, can you take this replacement pizza to the to the people who just called you and got you fired? Here oh yeah, you go. We, yeah, we don't want that guy to ever deliver that pizza. Again. <laughs> That's a good point. You're you're right. Yeah. When we're separated by a driver, uh, right? Action, we're separated by the driver who's yeah. the who's the. Uh, the, the missing link. <laughs> All right. Well, I will find out for my... I didn't find out, but I want to find out for my friend if they ate it or not. I know we called him, but I don't know if they ate it. So I'll have to find mm-hmm. out. Uh, Brian Dunaway said the most Brian Dunaway thing ever, uh, in the chat. He always... This is him to a T. He says, I eat the slices. The driver was hungry. Poor guy. He always... <laughs> and then he oh, says, and then he says, don't fire them. The driver is already at the bottom rung of employment. Uh, yeah. And uh, deservedly so, apparently. <laughs> Like, like, yeah. If there was any, if there was ever any uh, uh, demonstration of the Peter Principle, yeah, he is at his level of incompetence right now as a delivery driver, and he is not going to progress any further. I wish he would. uh, I wish he would. You know, would be a better driver. But I also appreciate. Mm -hmm. I appreciate Dunaway's sunny. Uh, disposition toward others. He's, would, he's, it's funny because usually that's me, right? Usually I'm the, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm doing a change all of a sudden. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, it's okay. It's all good. You know, it's, you know, the, uh, let the driver have a slice. You know, he's working hard. You know, it's okay. You guys, I know some of you know James. I know some of you know him. And and you know how good that is because you know James. But if you don't know, you're, you have no idea how good an impression that is. You, they just don't know, Brian. I don't. I, it's fine. I can't you know force it's, them into knowing. It's just impossible without knowing James. It's amazing. You know how they could find out is they could come to TMS Vegas. Hey. Details at the end of today's episode. Yeah, that's good. I, that's great. We do have some more details uh, about what's going on, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, speaking of Brian Dunaway and his sunny disposition, yeah, we're going to add him let's to get this that, call. Well, let's get that in person, that sunny disposition. Yeah, why the hell not, I say. Uh, so we're going to do that and do this. Hey, look who it is uh, joining us for today's edition of some sort of Babel Royale. It's Brian Dunaway. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, you're so nice to the drivers. Look at how nice you are to the drivers. Oh, dude, come on. Pizza's community food. I expect whenever I eat pizza. He's not part of my community. (laughs) But, dude, I mean, when I was, okay, when you were in college, I mean, you know, people always popping in and eating pizza, sticking their grubby hand. You just take your chances, man. It's like bar pretzels. It's is what it is. You know, now, that's if you a eat fair my point. macaroni and cheese, we might have a problem. That's a personal food. If you're talking about bar nuts and and pretzels and things like that, that's a fairly <laughs> decent point. I, I, I think I, I think I might agree with you on that. But I don't know. Right. Just you know, if you get it, a, I'm more I of a. a so yeah. I had a friend. Um, I've had several friends who worked uh, pizza delivery, and I did have a friend who was a larger fellow. Always got picked on for being larger. Had an eating problem. 
Uh, and and he did get fired for uh, for taking a slice. And I love this guy. And oh. so it's it's really easy for me uh, to you know to take his side. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's I like just, oh man, it's like Kermit. Uh, not Kermit. Sorry, Bert and Ernie. Do you remember the time where Bert had a whole plate of cookies? And uh, yes. he says, don't eat these, Ernie. Ernie, don't eat these, Ernie. And he Ernie. left the room, and then Ernie slowly picked away the cookies <laughs> and then was like, oh, shoot, now they're now it's uneven. I got to eat around this other edge. Oh, no, now it looks wrong, yeah. so I'll just eat that cookie and move. The- I mean, by the time he was done, he ate all the cookies. And I guess yeah. the lesson there, what was the lesson? What were they teaching us? That Ernie's a dick? <laughs> kind of math? Kind of subtraction? Fool. Right, uh, just a little bit. Subtraction with food. <laughs> it, hey, at it. least it's more. It's more cookie than he would have had if Cookie Monster was over. At least there's sure. that. Well, that's not true. Cookie Monster never really ate a cookie. He just chumps them up and throws he them. Crumbled them right. He basically crumbled them up on his face yeah. and uh, dropped <laughs> them all over the puppeteer. <laughs> yeah, he never really did. You're right. He never ingested a cookie, as far as yeah. I know. It all went everywhere. <laughs> you gotta wonder, like the 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 puppeteer, whoever is underneath Cookie Monster, is like picking cookie pieces out of his pants and his shirt for days. Oh, you know how bad. I like to think he's down there with his mouth open. (laughs) You know what, though? Like, think about this. Like, which puppets stink when they're in storage? It's got to be the Cookie Monster because it gets enough, like, little flexa. Yeah, but they're crumbs. Yeah, they're they're baked food. They're baked cookies. Those don't, like, rot and stink. Really? As quickly as if it was, like... Oh, the sandwich meat monster. <laughs> sandwich meat monster. Yeah, but all, of all of those. Soft cheese monster. It's probably Big Bird or any of those things where you had to fit a whole person inside. Those are the yeah, stinky ones. Right? guess clearly is the stinkiest uh, Muppet. Yeah. Because that has two people stinking it up. Yeah, that's true. And I always felt like. Oh, bird. I always felt Bart like. Bird. I felt like Grover his, stunk. His first name was, is it Aloysius Snuffleupagus or something like that? Oh, my Lord. I don't remember. Yeah, that was. That, they went on forever not telling you your first name. He, that was like a whole mystery. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Cosmo. By the way, Cosmo Snuffleupagus. <laughs> right. David Rudman was the uh, was the puppeteer for uh, the Cookie Monster. Oh, really? David Rudman? Yeah. Right, he do the voice, too? Rudman. Rudman. He did uh, puppeteering and uh, in, in, in also the voice work. Well, for some reason, I thought that was, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, mm. Miss Piggy. He did, he did it, too, so... Yeah, uh, okay. but the primary on the Sesame Streets. Street? Sesame Street? Streets. Yeah. Sesame Streets. I like Sesame Streets. Uh, well, all right then. That's fantastic news and uh, trivia. Now let's move on to a real game. Hey, Brian, you're introducing something new today. So I am. Me and Dunaway let's are ready to, to, to hear it here. Go for it. Welcome to the Morning Half-Asses, name in progress, a <laughs> trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you the answers. Uh, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three that are incorrect. Depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two, or three guesses, but if they get any of those guesses wrong, they get zero points for that round. If they guess one and get it right, they get a point. If they guess two and get them both right, they get a bonus point, so they get three points total and if they guess all three correct answers and they get them all right they win two bonus points uh, plus their three so a total of five points for that i appreciate i appreciate your great overview 
but you know I'm dumb, and the only way I can <laughs> oh, learn a game is to play it. So let's exactly, get started. Exactly. I like listening to, uh, to, like, I'm sure all the people are like, uh, what, five, three, what? what? Yeah, uh, let's right. go back to the cookies. We'll uh, the player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. And like the morning squirm, we're pulling them from members of the tadpole that aren't able to listen live. Scott, you're going to be playing for Heather, also known as Nacho Mama from mm. Fort Francis, Ontario. Mm, nachos. Sounds Nacho good. Mama. Mm-hmm. Brian, you're going to be playing for Dan Erickson from Minnesota. Yeah. And, uh, Minnesota. Uh, yeah. And our prizes today are Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. That's still a great game. Yep. Simple Rockets 2. And BPM, bullets Ooh. per minute. Ooh, bullets oh, per minute's really yeah, good. That's really awesome. Yeah, that's just a cool. shoot everything game. It's fantastic. It's really Ooh, good. How, right. how fitting. A shoot 'em ups. Yeah, shoot 'em ups. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, you don't even need to have hands on your buzzers. I'll explain how this works as we get into it. Let's get to question number one. Okay. So, Where Brian, you it? should see a bunch of answers. There it is. I see some things on my screen now. It says yes, number you do. one. Number yeah, one. Okay. Hold on. Uh, I, gotta, Tom, uh, I want the chat to see this. Hold on. I screwed up. <coughs> yeah, the way this views is weird. Uh, no, they can't see mine. They can only see Scott's, can right? See Scott's, exactly. Okay. Yep. Mine's different than Scott's, right? Uh, you should have um, a title and six possible answers, correct? Okay. No, correct. Correct. Okay. Good. All right. I think I All have right. it, so it works. Go ahead. Category one is Tom Clancy novels, and your choices <laughs> are good, good, good. Mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm. The Cobra. The Bear and the Dragon, The Dogs of War, Every Man a Tiger, Red Rabbit, and The Day of the Jackal. So all animals. Red Rabbit. Tom Clancy novel. So secretly or quietly, uh, or you can talk, but you probably don't want to give any answers away. You guys will select one, two, or three of those answers. And we and three these of are... those are correct, and three of those are lies. Three okay. of those are not. Okay. Tom okay. Clancy so we novels. got we got three truths and a and three lies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Oh, I clicked and it turned red. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and what's cool is I can see your guesses as you're making them. Remember, if you get any wrong, you get zero points for the round. So you can do, if you only feel confident about one, you could do Oh, one. so there's you some know. information that would have helped. I was picking three, so I, I only guessed the I ones that I'm the positive about. Only I, and I, and I told you I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> What's your point? All right, I only, so, I only the know more two, you guess, then. the more points right. you get. So if you if you only feel confident about one, then do one. If you feel confident about two of them, you just have to you have to pick at least one, Brian. Yeah. Okay. So pick one. All right. I'm gonna. I've locked oh, in my answers. Down, Claire. All caps, Claire. Uh, what's what she doing? What's She's like, saying? you said a lot at the beginning, Brian. Yeah, yeah Claire. That's right. You tell him. <laughs> All right. I'm locking in my answers. All right. Okay. Scott's locked in. Brian is still picking. Still picking his butt. I don't. I don't, I don't I'm that pink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, both of both of our players have locked their answers. Uh, let's see. If I reveal, I want to be able to talk about what you've chosen um, first. I am going to say, expert all right. on Tom Clancy novels. Nope. You are. Uh, Brian has picked Every Man a Tiger and the Dogs hey. of War. Scott has picked The Cobra and Red Rabbit. So two each. Let's oh. see what we have. What we got. Oh, look at Scott. Look right? at my no. perfect guess. Each of you has picked a correct answer, and each of you oh, has picked so an incorrect no, no answer. Points. So no points for wait, See, I do one. listen. Wait, wait, wait. How did I? Oh, the cobra's wrong. The cobra's wrong, yeah. Red Rabbit is correct. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Every Man a Tiger is correct. Um, for clarification. Oh, shoot. I almost didn't do Every Man a Tiger. Dad, come it. 
How come Every it doesn't? Man a tiger. It doesn't show the um, score change. Do you, you, you do that manually? Because there was no score change. Oh, <laughs> oh, no oh, oh change I room. see, I see. So you it doesn't get an answer right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Cobra was written by Frederick Forsythe, and the Dogs of War also. Actually, all three of the incorrect answers were written by Frederick Forsythe. Oh, that's pretty smart because that way, if I did happen to know Forsythe novels, that would have really helped a lot. The that's only true. one I yep. knew for sure that wasn't was Day of the Jackal. It was the only one I knew for sure. Mm-hmm. The rest That's of these could the one I wasn't sure about. I kept yeah. clicking on like, that doesn't seem right. But yet, yeah. no. <laughs> no. Yes, but no. Yes, All but right. Well, the good news is, that's um, funny. Bobby says, Scott and Brian's colors should be different. Looks Bobby. confusing to see all the green and red. Oh, oh, right, because right and wrong answers are also green and red. So, yeah, it should be right. like oh, blue, and, yeah. blue and yellow for your guys' colors. That's, that's, a that is a great, su- that's a great suggestion, but I also what? want to appreciate the person who did all the programming for this. Yes, Alkabob, yeah. by the way, Alkabob, who's not able to listen live right now, is like, I hope everything goes well. He programmed all this based on... Well, you did a good job. Game. Yeah, no, this is really good. All the only thing we'd say then is just, hey, don't let us don't let us be able to choose red and green as our as our character colors, and then we're good. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what was costing the. Yeah, yeah if yeah, I had chosen sense. purple at the beginning of this, I just do mm-hmm. default, so mm-hmm. I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. But purple, it wouldn't be a problem. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize you guys got to choose your colors when you came. Yeah, in. we do. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, so it's really your fault. So it's sort of our fault, exactly. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Uh, here we go. Let's get to question number two. All right. Things invented in the 1970s. Oh. And your choices are the Rubik's Cube, DNA fingerprinting, the digital camera, the pocket calculator, the radar gun, and the computer mouse. Please begin making your selections. DNA fingerprinting were invented in the 1970s. What the hell is DNA fingerprinting? That didn't happen. I'm not choosing. Yeah, DNA fingerprinting, bruh. Separate things. Bruh. Bruh. DNA. Don't get me started. Um, Let's see. So we can choose up to three, right? Or we can choose as many as yes. we want, but there are only three that are choose, correct. Well, you can, <laughs> you, yeah, you you can lose. choose six, and you'll you pretty can, much be guaranteed to lose. But you yeah, definitely you lose. Up to three. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm locking in my two. I, can't, I, I don't trust the rest of these. I have a new, I have a new try. I guess. Okay. I, yeah. All right. You guys have locked in your answers. Scott is going with the pocket calculator and the radar gun. Brian is going with the computer mouse. Let's reveal our answers. You both, uh, again, have picked the wrong <laughs> ah, answer. Radar Jack, gun yeah. was invented in 1954, oh, believe it geez. or not. Okay. Yeah, radar's uh, been around forever. Yeah. The computer mouse was invented in 1963. Yeah. Oh. I swear the pocket calculator was earlier than that. Uh, Pocket Calculator, 1971. Rubik's Cube, 1974. Digital Camera, 1975. And DNA fingerprinting didn't come around until 1984. So So when was the computer mouse? Computer mouse. Computer mouse was 1963. Yeah, which I thought was Xerox in the 80s. (laughs) So what what do I know? Either way, that would be wrong. So Um, Right. Okay, so I got one wrong and one right. So did he. Yeah. Exactly. So we did the uh, well, exact no, Brian only got one wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. because I only picked one because I thought, hey, exactly. l- less chance of losing if I feel confident about one. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right we're, now. And right now, because uh, like if you even if you get two right and one wrong, you get right. zero points for the round. So right. there's one more round left. Uh, hope you guys get at least one point. <laughs> All right. Let's see how it goes. I'm ready. Let's see how it goes. Question number three. 
countries that have a three color flag red, Ow. white, and blue. Ow! All right. No, in, the, so, in, the, in that order? This is not a trick uh, question or something stupid. Uh, no, it? it can be in any order red, white, and blue. Uh, your choices are Laos, the Philippines, the Czech Republic, Finland, Botswana, and Panama. You're, you're a Laos. <laughs> you're a Laos. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. Um, these all seem like they have red, white, and blue in them. I'm locking it in. You're locking it in already? Yeah. yeah. There's only two I know of for sure. Or, and well, I'm don't even sure don't give this. away how, you know. Oh, you know. How, how many? How many? <laughs> I'm not, I mean, there are three that are right, so I'm not giving away anything. I just only know two. Oh, of them. I don't know anything about flags. Oh. 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 Okay, oh. friends, locked in. Uh, Scott and Brian both locked in. Uh, Scott is locked in with Finland and Panama. Mm -hmm. Brian is locked in with the Czech Republic. I love that you guys, I think for each of these, nobody picked the same answers. Like you guys all picked individual answers. Yeah. The correct answers are uh, Laos, the Czech Republic, and Panama. Finland is a white flag with a blue cross on it. Oh, right. Oh, that damn thing. I was thinking and, of uh, something else. All right. And, uh, yeah, Panama indeed does have uh, two. It's like a, a four-panel thing with two stars and two boxes, red, white, and blue. Uh, Czech Republic is a uh, triangular left side with uh, two stripes. And then Laos is a blue stripe in the middle with a white circle and red and uh, red on the top I, and bottom. I thought Laos was, but I wasn't mm, 100, so I said, mm-mm. Yeah. I'm, going for this. I'm going for the low points. Well, yeah. it worked for you because you got one point. One point is all you need to win, yeah. so congratulations, you Brian. You've been for, yeah. for winning the inaugural edition of uh, Babel Royale Half-Asses and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, morning, the Morning Half-Asses. I'm still working on a name for this thing. Here's the good news, though. Our runner-up, yeah. uh, Heather... Uh, Nacho Mama actually got yes. the better game, in my opinion. So, yeah, so you're more of a. I lost on purpose, is going to be what I Whatever. Uh, That's whatever. right. So, Heather, you're going to be getting uh, BPM bullets per minute on Steam, courtesy of Wesley. And uh, uh, Dan Erickson, you're going to be getting Turn a Boy Commits, Tax Evasion, and Simple Rockets, too. So, you're not going to Those are better. Anything. There's two. There's two games. Two, two is often better than one. But if I. Brian, let me ask you this, Brian Dunaway. If I set you down and said. Here's, here's a $5 bill, and here's two $1 bills. Do you think it's better to take the two $1 bills or the one well, $5 it, bill? Yeah, I mean, if if you were to turn Turnip Boy into a dollar, but it's $5, so no. <laughs> it's right, like getting point. a 5 and a 1. A 5 so and I a still 1. Win. No, you're right. You're actually right. That game is awesome. Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion is a... A sleeper awesome hit from last year. Really? Cool. Love it. Uh, well done, everybody. I'd, I'd say you're both winners. I'm a loser. Brian's a winner. And then these two ladies are all... Or, I'm sorry, Dan is not a lady. But Dan and Heather, you're both winners. <laughs> Misidentified winners. Uh, I like this. This is cool. And I like this yeah, setup. it's cool. I like it's it. It's nice. Now, yeah. that you, now that it makes sense, now that you know how to play, we'll do. you guys will do a lot better next time. Yeah. And yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll pick uh, less... We won't pick red or green for our characters. Right, right. Time. Didn't even think about that. Yep. Yeah. Which we can... And the totally. anxiety of playing the game wrong will be gone, and then it'll just be the anxiety of getting the answer. Or just right. getting so, the answers right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, well, I know what you don't have any anxiety about, and it's uh, it's talking about run and gun shooters 
and where they all came from today on Play Retro with me at 3.30 Mountain Time, right? That's what you're excited or anxious that's, about? That's right. We're going to be talking about uh, a, a contrast series. You may, uh, you, know, you may know TMS Mashup. Suggest this on Twitter and a few others. Yeah, uh, has suggested some run and gun games, and so we we took a deep dive through the '80s at the arcade, all the way through the '90s on the consoles. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good times. Yeah, and I would argue, uh, well, maybe not BPM, but there's there's other games these days that I think owe uh, their existence to that whole lineage. Personally, I'm a huge fan of like uh, Metal Slug. That whole series is amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. Russian Attack is very good. Someone mentioned in the chat, uh, what's that one? Because it the- sounds like Russian. Yeah, because it does, right? Yeah. yeah. So run and gun, where you're basically scrolling from left to right, sometimes top down, but uh, you yeah, know, the commando we talked about is is top down. The earlier ones were top down, and then they they moved into uh, into the left right that we like so much. Yeah, and I had a Tickles great time. Fancy. I played a ton of this stuff this week, and so we're going to talk about that. It'll be great today, three thirty Mountain Time. Play retro wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch it live, you can be here. Or check it then. Uh, Brian, have a great day. No, you. And eat a poo. Okay. Okay. He's gone. He's Brian. gone. Now we can talk about him. Now we can say things you guys, about him. And you guys did a great job of, again, uh, talking long enough for me to send out our, our prize codes to Oh, well done. Nice, nicely done. <laughs> yes. Outside, out of mind, we'll as I say. Tasker. Uh, yep. Let's get to at least one, maybe two news stories here. Let's see what we get. time for the news here on the morning stream and it's brought to you by from patron ben dasku who says i'm co-founder of an event ticketing startup called scoop ticks we help organizers event organizers and club promoters drive ticket sales with data-driven insights and marketing tools check it out today at scoop ticks s-c-o-o-p-t-i-x dot com it's a great name isn't it i think it's a great, it name. a great name yeah i yeah. like that a lot look at that scoop ticks anyway go check it out you guys uh, excuse me. All right. Here's your first story. Since we're talking about Vegas, <clears throat> a suspect in the Las Vegas crash said ghost of NASCAR driver told him to drive the wrong way. <laughs> oh, this seems real. Would seems you trust legit. a dead NASCAR driver to give you directions? No, because there's a reason he might be dead. Um, a man I prefer, accused. I prefer the live NASCAR drivers personally. I <laughs> yeah. don't listen to the dead ones. Those are your favorites. Yeah, those, those are, are the, those are the ones. best ones. Those are believe better. Believe me. Believe me. A man, ac- <laughs> a man accused of intentionally driving the wrong way on 215 on the Beltway told a judge Tuesday that the ghost of an NASCAR driver told him to do it. Daniel Asif, age 51, aren't they always, faces charges of attempted murder. Uh, what? Yeah, murder. Murder? Murder. It's, you gotta get that ring, baby. <laughs> uh, DUI and battery with a deadly weapon after vehicle crashes uh, reported in the area of Lake North Drive and Fort Apache Road near Sahara Avenue. Uh, in a in a court hearing Tuesday, uh, Asif told the judge that the ghost of Dale Earnhardt specifically told him to drive the wrong way on the freeway in order to get the mayor's attention and bring NASCAR back to Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, Uh, that would work. That would totally work. Yeah, it seems like that would be all it would take is to do that. Yes. Judge Ann Zimmerman. That's a great idea. I think I'll do that. (laughs) I'm going to do that. (laughs) Judge Ann Zimmerman noted that Asif reported uh, reportedly had heroin and methamphetamine in his system at the time of the crash. You know, if you have enough of either of those, doesn't it equalize you out and you're just normal? Isn't that the deal? (laughs) That's right. Because one's like, "Ah!" The ghost of Dana Plato told me to took the uh, meth and and heroin. What's that called? An eight ball? No. What's What's an eight ball? Something's a... 
It's a that combo. I don't know. There's yeah. We, we've talked about this. The uh... it's where you combine your upper and your lower, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if you're if you're getting too much down, like if you're on too much heroin, then you cram some meth into just, you. I just heroin know. says diced tomato is eight ball. That's all oh, that is. Eight ball is heroin and coke. Okay, okay, same deal though. It's like oh, speedball. That's what's called, not eight ball. Speedball. Speedball. So you're the heroin chills you out, the coke hypes you up, and if you do enough of, if you do the right amount of both, I think you're just normal. What's in a spitball? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. DNA. David Morrison is uh, yeah DNA. Yeah. <laughs> some DNA in there. You know, I had I thought of the perfect uh, window. We had this discussion on FilmSack, and I thought of the perfect scenario after the show. I wish I would have thought of it at the time. Let's hear it. So I'll ask you, even though this question was is really for Randy. We need to little recap for the the uh, chat room. Basically, we were talking about if you if you go on a window Mm -hmm. to draw in it, like Mm -hmm. draw a little smiley face or a middle finger or whatever. Yeah, um, is your DNA on the window? Yeah, is is any of you on the window, or did you just heat up air that was already there? Right. And my I maintain my whole point was it's gross, not so much as you know how much DNA or how much human whatever. <laughs> right. I just think it's disgusting, yes. and and everybody in the room was like, no, it's not. That's weird that you think it's gross. So here's what I should have said, and this is okay. mostly aimed at Randy because he was the one that seemed to have the biggest problem with it. So Sam, you can pass this on. Um, she's in the chat. So if somebody Brian will ask you if somebody went <sighs> on a window. And let's mm-hmm. say, let me set the scenario up. The window's brand new, never been mm-hmm. touched, never been mm-hmm. near a human. It is pristine and spotless and sterile. Right off the factory floor, sterile, okay. Even All washed right. after that so that it's even more, like the most gotcha. sterile surface you've ever been presented with. And some okay. guy over here you don't know walked up and goes, would you lick that yeah, I see what you're condensation? Yeah. Would you? Because if it's just air heating up, it's already out right, there. Right. That's a good. That's a good argument. All right. Um, would I? I probably would not because it is his heat vapor that is heating the condensation on the window. Right. See, this is where I was trying, trying to come from, but I could not think of that scenario yesterday. I now, was out of our it. doctor, yeah, uh, Doctor Jerry Tolbert, former America's Next Top Podcaster uh, contestant says that warm water vapor from your breathing is what condenses on the cold window. So it is it is your breath warm water vapor that okay. is so it's from, it's on the from you. Then it's coming out of you. It's coming out of you. Okay. There are probably some cells that will stick to the window, but likely not nearly enough to get a solid DNA sample. The particles that are being expelled from your mouth can't really carry large enough numbers of cells, although they definitely carry things like viral particles and some bacteria if the droplets are big enough. Okay, which, you know, hence the COVID and pandemic and all that. So so even outside of a pandemic, and even if it was somebody I really liked, if they did this on a window, I am not licking that. I don't even think you would do it if Kim did that, right? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And nor should she or anyone else I know. Nobody should be licking that off the window. I don't care who they are, what the deal is. Even if you just made out. Even if you just tongue-kissed somebody, I still don't want to lick their steam (laughs) off the window. (laughs) <laughs> and I know we were just talking fingers. That's less ho- egregious, obviously. But anyway, now, right, now right. I've got that out of my system. How about this story Good here? Uh, massive brawl at Pennsylvania Golden Corral. Oh, no, not the Golden Corral. Yeah, it's involved 40 people, and it erupted over the fact that the place was out of steak. Steak strips well. or whatever the hell they do. In that case, I say justified, but let's let's get to the meat of the story. I go, oh, oh, 
the meat of the story. And it totally wasn't even planned on saying that. Are it you kidding me? Because that was amazing. The meat of the story. <laughs> All right. There were, uh, so there were two. Let's get to uh, Jim on the scene with the meat of the story. The meat of the story. Uh, the lack of steak at a Pennsylvania Golden Corral buffet may be what led dozens of people to duke it out in a viral video. Quote, there were two parties in line waiting for steak. Somebody cut in front of them and started being picky and finicky about the steaks, taking too long. And then somebody else spoke up. And said something I guess the other party didn't like. Then it just took, or it looks like it turned into an all-out brawl, says former employee Dylan Becker. I wonder why former employee Dylan Becker gets to former, talk about Was it. he former before the steak brawl? Yeah. Yeah. What, at what point did he get fired or leave? <laughs> um, it says more than 40 people were involved. They were throwing chairs and punches. Um, Friday evening, the company that owns the restaurant reported the incident to authorities. Police are now investigating. Uh, quote, I heard about the big fight, and it's just sad. It's really, uh, it's it's just really, everybody is on a short fuse these days, says Miles Edward. That's the former employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, don't uh, fight over food at a Golden. Don't, you know what? More, better, don't better. Just don't eat at a Golden don't, Corral. Don't go to a Golden Corral. Yeah. yeah. We have a place here called better Chuck. steaks. We have I mean, place- there's better everything. We got a there's place nothing called- the Golden Corral excels at <laughs> that you can't get better somewhere. You're not you're not wrong, except maybe the repeat visit to the line. You know that's the only thing I suppose. But the food there. What do you mean the repeat? Like you mean just the fact that it's a buffet? Yeah, this is just a buffet. You know, like this. The, what's the other one? The um, is it just called Golden Buffet? What's the other? What's um, the other buffet restaurant that is? So we have. So here we have. We have the Chuckarama. And we have <laughs> also bad name. Yeah, like, you don't want to eat at a corral. First of all, nope. Not, it's no not corral. associated with fine dining, a corral. Yeah. I can't oh, think country what... buffet. That's it. Country buffet. Old country buffet. Okay. I think it's just, I thought it was just country buffet. All of the small mom and pop buffets uh, are gone here. We don't have those anymore. Yeah. We used yeah. to have a place called Sweet Tomatoes. I think that was more national, oh, regional. Oh, Sweet Tomatoes was great. Yeah. Yeah. They're out of here. Ponderosa Bonanza. We used to have that. Diced Tomato. Golden Corral is one we have here. I got a, the one near us is closed also. Uh, Royal Fork was that a thing? Royal Fork, yeah, we used to have a Royal Fork here, and it was actually, it was actually pretty good. <laughs> all of the, we do have Fuddruckers still. All of the, um, uh, oh my god, you, uh, what's the one? You called? might need to check out the video of this brawl. People are like, oh, I saw up, it. It's bad. It's real. Oh bad. my god, they're picking up high chairs and whacking other people with high chairs. This is like, yeah, it's bad. I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia. Mayhem. It's like the Eagles won the Super Bowl or something. And nobody's wearing a mask. <laughs> nope. Not a soul. Feels like Golden Crow is not really your place to... Wait, this isn't it. Jeez. Oh, I can't... Freaking Fox News links. I'm not even getting the right video. Hold on. What video even is this? Some political BS. All right. Yeah, I know. You've got to go to the Facebook link. You can't even watch it on the page or else Fox News says, Oh, hey, can we send you more stuff? Yeah, can we do more for you? No. The answer yeah. is no. Final Jeez. final story of the day. Uh, God, what friggin' mayhem. Oh, my God. And people are uh, hucking tables at each other now. Yeah, it's bad. Jeez. It goes real bad. This Those, is over. Oh, and lights are shattering all over the place. Yeah, oh. it's, for, it's for bad steak, Brian. Yeah, I, I think right the, under his side, this says, gather around. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think there's something to the short fuse. I think people are... You know, it's like the whole 33% less driving yeah. happens, but 7% increase in wrecks. Like, people are just, I don't know, you're all acting like dumbasses. Yeah, it's its uh, turning into the Wild West again, and everybody uh, 
Everybody's just a trigger waiting to be pulled. I've yep. said it a bunch of times, but it's true. Rudy Tootie is what we're doing. Uh, all right. Selfish entitlement, yes, but the shorter there's still a short fuse yeah, on the selfish entitlement. There's still entitlement. a short fuse along with the selfish entitlement. You're both right. Yeah, it's a combo, man. Nobody ordered that combo, but here it is anyways. <laughs> oh, somebody, uh, Cleo, come on, put a make a, uh, uh, a a title around they had beef. Yeah, they had beef. That's good. Well, make that a title, Cleo. What are you doing here? Somebody, somebody needs to. Yeah. Make it- <laughs> Beef, beef. Um, all right, that's it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll spend a little bit of time with our old pal, Major Spoiler Zone, Steven Schleicher. So stick around for that, yeah. but we need to play a song first, so play that song. Well, okay. How about a song that, uh, <clears throat> brand new single called Pick Me. This is um, by Nesca Rose. She is a singer-songwriter, a young singer-songwriter, who is getting into music as well as getting into acting. Uh, she was on the Nickelodeon High School Mockumentary Drama Club. Um, she had an EP last year called The Repel of a Young Girl, and this is her brand new single. I don't know if it's coming out in advance of an album. It looks like it's just a single for right now. Here is Pick Me by Nesca Rose. I just can't help it. I'm a one-woman show. I like it though, but I can stand it when I'm out there alone. I just don't wanna be someone I'm not. Grown adult, I love the center, and I never stood in a row. So I'm letting you decide whatever you want for me. Won't be responsible, why? Cause there's no destiny.
Kuzkiz kuz, kuzkiz kuz, kırkir kür, külkel kül, külen kıska söz kim oğit tez? Arkada altar kar var, kırkada kırkar kar var, kırkar karda ağar kar var, altar karda markar kar var. Adre de abigir ateş otur, abigir ateş oturgan adre ne? What kind of weird ass father son shit is going on around here bro? The Morning Stream. Give me the money, Brian. And we've arrived back. Could you tell me that song again? I can. That's the brand new single, Pick Me, uh, from singer Nesca Rose. That's N-E-S-K-A Rose. Sounds like a drink, doesn't it? Nesca uh, Rose. Does have a Nesca Rose, please? Yeah. Oh, nice. we don't have any of that. You'll have to have a Nescafe. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's why it reminded me of a drink, I think. I think so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think that was it. <laughs> now that you say it, I think that was it. All right. Hey, whoa, look at this. Major spoilers coming in hot uh, with a, with, a, with some hot talk about talking. Yeah. yeah. It'll be great. Very much excited about it. Here's his intro right here. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Steven Schleicher from Majorspoilers.com has joined us. Hello, Steven. Hello, oh, no. Scott. Hello, Brian. Oh, you got the slow mo. Slow motion. So robot, you're a little robot. Okay, hold on. No let me, worries. Uh, let me reboot. Okay. It also is like super slow, like. Oh. <laughs> 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 used to get this with. Uh, um, Dun- or, uh, sorry, Bo used to have this problem, and it was some kind of bitrate setting on Windows. Oh, sure. And if you change oh. that, oh hi, hello. Ooh, you already sound better. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hi, it's nice oh, to have you much back. Much better. Welcome yes. back, Steve. You sound so much better. Place now. that right in there. Nobody will know. Yeah, no one right. will ever know. Nobody will ever yeah. have I'm sure I'll have. Idea. I'm sure I'll go fix this in post. 100 percent sure I will. <laughs> Uh, Steven's here, and it's always good to have Steven here because we get to talk about cool stuff that we all uh, share in common. Lots of comic book news and uh, pop culture stuff and all that sort of thing. In particular, um, so my son is a massive Boondocks fan. When that was originally on, and I don't know if that was, I think it was uh, Adult Swim, Swim, was it? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he loved Boondocks. For whatever reason, Boondocks spoke to him, and he loved it. And he, he with me, were both very excited about a Boondocks revival that had been announced as happening over on HBO Max. It got scrapped. What happened? Why? Well, we don't know why, but uh, Tom Dubois, who, uh, um, or I'm sorry, the uh, voice actor who plays Tom Dubois, Mm -hmm. uh, said that it's no longer happening at HBO Max. There's a number of different reasons this can happen. Um, Some studios, this was uh, being done through Sony uh, Pictures Animation and through HBO Max. Uh, Oftentimes, Studios will announce a project, hire a writer's room, have the writer's room, uh, write all the scripts, get up to the point where it's time to record stuff and actually go into production. And then the studio go, eh, we don't think so. Uh, why don't you stop? And then, you know, a week or two will pass and they'll say, oh, yeah, how about you guys go back and redo this again? Hire a whole new writer's room. They'll go back and rewrite stuff all over again. And when it gets up to the production stage, that's when the studio decides to pull the plug. So I think a lot of times when you see especially television show announcements until they've actually gone into production on something, 
sometimes those things can be drug out for for years and then still never happen. Yeah. But people who are writing it get paid lots of money. Wasn't this based on the comic? It was a comic strip originally, right? Yeah, it was a, I think it was a, a newspaper strip. That's right. There it is. Boondocks, daily syndicated comic strip written originally by Aaron Magruder. Ran from 96 to 2006. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show, the comic was interesting and, and good. But I remember at the time when the show hit, the show was like, look, syndicated newspaper comics have like wicked... Uh, lording over of editors who tell you what you can and can't do and the show was like we can kind of say and do what we want to do here so the show was like this more raw sort of like this is what I really want to say with these characters and what I want to say with this world whereas Mm -hmm. the comic was you know limited by newspaper rules and syndication and all of that and it just had I don't know it had a hell of a following at the time I'm just bummed to hear this I would love to see him redo it or, you know, doesn't mean it again. won't come back around, but my guess is we'll hear another writer's room group reformed within the next six months to try to take it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then they'll probably get up to production again and somebody will say, oh, this is a too hot of a topic. Because, as you said, Boondocks uh, really did start to get into uh, a lot of discussions on on race. And um, and that right now is probably something that some people get a little upset about because it hurts their feelings. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, the he, um, Aaron Magruder, uh, a really interesting guy. If you ever read like an interview with that dude, he's he's super interesting, and he still looks nope. he still looks fifteen, and it kind of pisses me off. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Hey, Peggy Carter comic book series at Marvel. This must make everyone happy, Brian included. Uh, I do. Yeah. Tell us I about. I think so. It was, it was yeah, yeah. certainly one of the really cool episodes of what if it was like what if peggy carter had been injected with the super soldier serum instead of steve rogers Mm -hmm. and so we get introduced to uh captain peggy or captain carter who goes out and essentially is the uk version of uh, captain america and it's really cool uh it was a really cool half hour episode and now they're turning it into a um uh comic book series Uh, jamie mckelvey is going to be writing it artist marika cresta will be doing the art in this and i believe it drops on march 30th which if you're ever going to sites like majorspoilers.com and quite honestly why wouldn't you go to a site like majorspoilers (laughs) why wouldn't you yeah and you're noticing and you're noticing that it's the beginning of one month yet uh publishers are really pushing a comic that comes out the next month it's because that monday typically like today is the final order cutoff day for a lot of comics and so they're trying to get people to uh, step up and, and order their comics from their comic book shop oh uh, okay clever oh. interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah nice business uh, thing there but sneaky i, I like yeah. the the art looks great looking at this preview mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Like it, it looks really neat and it looks like maybe the first issue might be doing a retelling of the what if episode where how does she become captain carter okay and did you cool. is there's i mean in in that scenario i watched that and she, and steve rogers is still a wimpy little skinny boy who mm-hmm. now helps her with stuff yeah oh right yeah i forgot about that bit at the end but uh do you think there's any chance that the comic would try to rewrite that and say well now there's there's Captain no. America and there's Cap- so she's still so the idea is this, is this is still alternative timeline. Yeah, this is an alternate okay. universe. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited. I think that looks great. She. This was probably the most popular of those things that came out of um, mm-hmm. the What If series. Uh, maybe uh, Black Panther's uh, Star Lord as well. But I mean, they're making action figures. Yep. They're uh, working her into some games. It's great. It's great to see this become so popular. Yeah. Yeah. Like the um, uh, hot top or not hot topic hot toys. <laughs> the creators of those one six scale, highly detailed uh, figures yeah. 
they were out of the gate with a Captain Carter and a Steve Rogers in the in the uh, what is it a Hydra Buster Hydra Buster that's Hydra right Buster, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uniform or Hydra Smasher uniform uh, those are out and then the second one that they've released and I haven't really seen any of the others is a um, Spider Man with uh, Doctor Strange's cloak oh yeah right from the zombie episode so mm. right. Right, those right. are the only two. So those, I think, were the the most popular characters. And, and the Marvel Legends, I think, is coming out with a full series. So you get the mm-hmm. the dark um, Doctor Strange and and all that stuff as well. Yeah, we'll see more of him in a couple yeah. of months. Yes, yeah, we will. The broody, the broody Doctor Strange. It was going to be just a month, and now it's a few months. I, yeah, what I, happened there? I don't remember. Was it another COVID deal or what? Uh, maybe a yeah. little bit of COVID. Maybe from again rumors from what I heard was that it didn't test well initially. Oh, and so really? they may have had to go back and shoot some stuff. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's the Sam Raimi joint, right? He directed. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. just kind of funny that your two, your back-to-back Benedict Cumberbatch uh, as Doctor Strange roles is Spider-Man. I can't find my way home, or whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> yeah, and then this, exactly. and they're back-to-back, and then you've got a director who directed the original early Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I just think that's just a weird juxtaposition, but there it is. I hope he well, did a good stick job. Stick around long enough, you're going to be able to direct everything in the Marvel universe. That's no, wait, true. That's not how. It is that that's the old phrase? <laughs> no, you stick around long enough, you become the villain. You right? become that's the what villain. It is. That's the phrase. Yeah, yeah, that's something like that. Uh, all right. Well, well done there. Uh, let's talk about uh, why Stephen Wacker quit Marvel Comics and tell us t- for those who don't know who he is. Who is Stephen? So Wacker. Stephen Wacker, uh, you know, has been one of the EICs at Marvel uh, or one of the editors at Marvel for the last 15 years before that he's done work for Disney. He's done work for DC for the justice league, the JSA the Legion of superheroes, Jonah hex, all of those characters. Um, he's, he's been at Marvel for the last 15 years. And then he announced on Friday, Hey, guess what? Everybody, this is my last day at Marvel. Uh, I'm going off to be the EIC of um, uh, Jonathan Hickman and Mike Huddleston's and Mike Del Mundo's Substack Publishing Company. Oh, geez, really? Yeah, which is really weird because I know a lot of people have been talking about Substack. Substack is uh, trying to be the um, equivalent of uh, MailChimp, trying to jump that out there. It's essentially just newsletters. But you can subscribe to newsletters for, in some cases, one that I saw the other day, one of $250 for an entire year's worth of of newsletters mm-hmm. uh, from this company. And what a lot of comic book publishers are doing is that they are offering comics through this Substack. So like every day or every couple of days, you'll get a new page of this comic, mm-hmm. kind of a weird kind of take on a web comic almost, right? Remember yeah. back when it used to be three days a week, you come and you get the next page mm-hmm. of this thing. Yeah. And so, but everybody's been moving to Substack. One of the th- reasons why people moved to Substack is because Substack had a bunch of uh, money up front and they went out and paid a bunch of people in the creative community to quit their regular jobs, move over to Substack and pay them essentially for a year. And now that that year has essentially come up now everybody is trying to figure out okay how do i really monetize this thing yeah and one of them is let's do original comic book series uh, through substack let's hire steven wacker as our editor who will manage all of this stuff and then eventually these comics will find print usually through a dark horse or through some other publisher sure uh i know uh, scott snyder does some sort of mm-hmm. he does uh one jacket or press or our best jacket or something like yeah, that. yeah so he's got comic stuff he releases but he also does like Here's a writing course on how mm-hmm. to yeah. get a character like Batman fresh or whatever. I don't know. What yeah, it, I um, 
I follow. That's one that I subscribe to, and the uh, people who do. Oh gosh, now I forgot his name. Who does um, the conspiracy theory comic over at Image Comics? I also follow him as well, mm-hmm. and um, and some of them are really interesting. Some of them are worth it, like the Scott Snyder thing. If you're doing the I want to learn how to write comics yeah. kind of stuff, that's like seventy five bucks a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's pretty cool. uh, I would imagine that this one is going to be a little bit more expensive because now you have four people's salaries that you have to pay for uh, on these on these comic books. Yeah, and they're big. They're big names. You know? Yeah, they are. Yeah. The other thing what do you is, think of uh, subscots? Do you have a subset? I do. I do, and I use it uh, as not as often as I'd like to. But um, whenever I do a new Fred and Can, I use it to let everybody know. If I do um, something big on the network or a big launch or something, I'll I'll make a big stink about it on there. Um, mm-hmm. I I really should use it more just for I don't know, just talk about how I'm you know what's going on and more behind the scenes stuff. Maybe that'd be things people interested in. But I had somebody very early say you should be using this as a way to monetize that comic like don't release yeah. the comic give it to people and they'll pay for it mm-hmm. and i just couldn't bring myself to do it i felt weird um i, mean, I don't you know can still do it if you want just turn that sub stack into a paid sub no i know i know but it's just i don't know it felt something about it felt weird it felt off it's, to me we we're in a you know you and i are very similar it's very hard for us to self-promote because we feel mm-hmm. like we're being uh, uh, braggarty or yeah. it's not the right word but you know no braggadocious yeah. Yeah. braggadocious thank you oh, yeah. such, I should use that because that's such a fun word to say braggadocious <laughs> uh, I hate that word but not because but, it's not appropriate but because it sounds like something a 90 year old man would say <laughs> so you're I, being very braggadocious <laughs> aren't you I yes. signed up to create to be a Substack creator you know just newsletters because I was looking for an alternative to MailChimp which you know for the number of subscribers that I or the number of subscribers to our newsletter uh, that I have, the price is basically worth it. But one of the things is if you just create that Substack account, they start saying, hey, here's someone that you follow on Twitter. They also have a Substack. Yeah. Come sign up today. So you can get some fairly easy promotion. Yeah. And I've released nothing through Substack and already I've got like 10 subscribers. So yeah, it's it's probably, I don't know. I have to think more about it. <laughs> I'm terrible yeah. at this stuff. <laughs> I need to hire a, I need to hire a, a social media maven to be. Yeah. My, I, I, you and I should talk uh, some more offline, Brian, because I've got somebody who do you is, really okay. is doing that and who I am currently doing stuff with. Oh, ooh, okay, very yeah. nice. Sounds like that's going good. Is it going good? Uh, it's. We are at the end of our first really two weeks of that, and I've gotten some good information to move forward on. So. Nice, nice. Well, let's see how this goes for them. Sounds like an interesting uh, deal for Stephen Wacker. It's also a great name. Anybody with the name mm-hmm. Wacker is a friend of mine. <laughs> uh, there's plenty more over at Majorspoilers.com. And if you don't believe me, just put that in your web uh, device. <laughs> Go look, because it'll be true when you get there. Hey, Stephen, I get <laughs> to be Steve on. Your Steve-powered web device is ready to go. I get to be uh, on this week, uh, That Tuesday. is right. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, Tell me more. This week on the Major Spoilers podcast, you're going to want to check it out, because Scott Johnson is back once again, as well as Jason Inman, who has a brand new Kickstarter that he launched last week. It's already met its it's already met its goal but uh scott and jason are going to come on and we're going to talk about some tips some tricks some controversies lessons learned things to avoid all that stuff when you decide to launch your own kickstarter campaign because both scott and jason have done a couple of those and i'm sure they have some insights especially when it comes to this announcement that kickstarter is going crypto so we'll be talking about that this week on the major spoilers podcast hate it but can't wait i mean not the show (laughs) the crypto part um but we'll get to all that and talk more about it tuesday and of course all week there's plenty of content coming out of you guys uh check it out majorspoilers.com Stephen, have a great week see you next time stay hydrated oh yeah that's right there he is there it is waiting for it (laughs) good deal 
good deal. Good deal indeed. All right. Now, I'd like to issue a warning. All right. <laughs> uh, Jamie put together a mashup of me playing Donkey Kong Country. That game pissed me off. I watched this video and uh, I was I was shouting expletives with you every time a freaking bucket would launch you into a bee. Yeah, into a bee. Into a bee. And then there is the whole minecart level, which it, oh, it was bad. So he went ahead in his <laughs> maximum wisdom and put this together. I'm telling you, if you got kids listening, maybe now's not the time because I swear a lot yeah. on this. You're not going to hear any f bombs or anything too uh, untoward, but you're going to hear me swear. So I guess enjoy. Enjoy. Oh, we're right back where I started from. This freaking sucks, and I have a bum. I'm really mad. Freaking Diddy Kong can take a giant dump. Shit. I hate Diddy Kong. Donkey Kong in front. That's the rule. Diddy Kong, little garbage monkey. Oh, shit. You piece of shit. Oh, shit. Ugh, exit. Get me out of this colon hole. Oh, you piece of garbage, little Diddy Shitty Kong. Eat a penis! A penis! Have the meal that is constitutes a penis. You butthole. Dick potato. (laughs) Son of a dirty, dirty bitch. Take that, dick. You piece of shit! Gosh dang it. Shithole. Shithole. Oh, what in the what in the shit? Oh, our minecart level. Oh no. If I get three swordfish, I get to see Halle Berry's boobs, right? Son of a bitch! You piece of shit! Let's not fail me now. No failing me now. Oh my gosh! Ah! I don't just scream when I'm scared. I scream when when I'm dumb. (laughs) I'm going to crap myself. I'm so pissed. I apologize for any kids who are listening and I start swearing. Shit! Shit! Gosh, why is that so freaking hard? Shit pricks! I'm gonna explode. I'm so mad at this effing game! You know what the problem is? Diddy Kong's with me. He sucks. Damn it! To hell! I promise I'm not this bad. I swear. Shit! Holy shit stains! Okay, we almost, guys. Shit monkeys. Oh my lord! We're doing this. We're doing this. I was so close last time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit my pants. Son of a bitch! I'm gonna poop! <laughs> oh, what? What? You piece of shit! You piece of shit! <laughs> son of a bitch! I'm gonna break something. Oh, son of a bitch! Did I make it? <laughs> no! No! Shit! Oh, son of a bitch! You dick! You Oh my gosh! Oh, 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 hello. These guys are dicks. Ooh, a cave. Oh my gosh! Shit! 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 Shit, shit makes. That's some horse shit. That's some horse shit. Shit on me. Shit on me. For real, shit on me. Just shit on me. Seriously, these things are dicks. Shit! Oh, la, 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 What else am I supposed to? Oh, oh, did he? Did he do? Oh, <laughs> eat a wiener and die. Oh, are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> you piece of shit! I feel like this is the one. Oh, praise Jeebus! That deserves one of these. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Ah, my God. Now I know what the S stands for in SNES. Okay. Yeah, it's shit Nintendo Entertainment Nintendo System. Nintendo 64, but... <laughs> yeah. No, that was, that, was, that was a SNES. That's still a SNES. DK, D- oh, was Don- it really? I thought it was... Uh, Donkey Kong it was, Country? Uh, no. 64. No, Donkey Kong Country is SNES, and then you had Donkey Kong 64 on the 64. 
Remember when they, okay. they for a long time Nintendo on the 64 they were like, "Hey, what if we just put 64 on everything?" You know, and it was lame. Yeah, I always hated that. I, I okay, know yeah, that. I don't know. I thought Donkey Kong Country uh, originally came out sixty four. That's what we had it on. We had it on the the sixty four. It was very close to a uh, release of the sixty four as well. So it was like kind of late stage SNES era. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the third one, Donkey Kong Country but they three, did, but they did come out with a port on. On sixty four, I don't know. Did they? I, I played it I on. Um, I know the GameCube had a port. Uh, there's a port on the the little mini at SNES Mini over there, but I don't know. I don't know if it ever came on the sixty four. Maybe it did. Was there? Uh, I'm looking. I gotta look this up because I, I remember pulling it out of the uh, the game and playing some GoldenEye sixty four, and then uh, you sure it wasn't just Donkey Kong sixty four, like the three D uh, deal where you're running around doing shit. I could have sworn it was Donkey Kong Country, so it must have been Donkey Kong Country too. Let's see. Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, it was... Uh, well, that was oh, like yeah, there full... There was a Donkey Kong Country 64. There was. Okay. Oh, there was? Yeah, there was. All right. I'm, oh. I'm not crazy. We had that. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Didn't know that um, was a thing. Wait, where? Is there? Yes. I only see a Donkey Kong 64. That's all I oh. see. I'm sorry. It is called Donkey Kong 64. What is? What am I saying? What? But that's like 3D, like Mario 64. Yeah, no, it wasn't exactly. It wasn't like that. So it must be Donkey Kong Country 64. I could have sworn we had uh, Diddy's Kong. Conquest. Oh, it could Country be that. Too. No, wait. Diddy Conquest was... That was also on the SNES. I played. That's what I played with the... Uh, it has the girl yeah, hanging out it. was originally done on the SNES, but then it did... I, I'm looking at a box for the... Uh, uh, well, no, I take that back. SNES. What the heck? How am I totally having a uh, Mandela effect? I could have sworn these were both this on the 64, and they like punched up when we put in that extra little block of uh, memory or whatever it was in our 64. Oh, the um, what was that called? Yeah, the something rum- pack. The, the power pack was a pa- power pack. Power pack. Yeah, and they had it worked with uh, the the dinosaur yeah. shooting game. I don't remember. Man, that's been a long time now. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. It's called a stroke, says Whistle 34. It's called a stroke? Is that what we're <laughs> it's having? It's okay. stroke. It's just, it, you know, we had we had every console. We had them set up in the same place. I just could have sworn that it was in the same the, the same time. Well, they're all very good. we had good. Banjo-Kazooie, right? And that was 64. That was definitely 64, yeah. And that was that yeah. played out 3D so like been, uh, Donkey Kong 64. Right. Kevin Kipper said Donkey Kong 64 came with the pack. So I am, I'm conflating Donkey Kong Country and Donkey Kong to the 64. Yeah. DK64 was just 64. Kind of like uh, right. Ocar- or no, Ocarina of Time was not called Zelda 64, but a lot of us called it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario 64. Expansion I hate it when they just put 64 on shit because yeah. it was all it did was say, hey, 64 bits of uh, data path. Check it out. All our names are going to have 64 on it. And then I'm like, well, you know, you're going to get exactly. past that. You're going to get to like freaking 128. Right. What are you and doing? then what are you going to do when the next console comes out? Are you just going to follow that name? Are you going to say, oh, Donkey Kong Country 64 2? Yeah. Kong are you going to say Donkey Kong 128? That's lame. Right. Exactly. Lame. Yep. All right. Well, they were weird times and we lived through it. Uh, moving yes. on. And, this is, and once again, we prove why you do the video game podcast and <laughs> I don't. Well, you know, memory is what it is. I'm sure I get yes, plenty of things I'm wrong. Sure. Uh, Dodd Vickers wrote in, our old pal Dodd, 
Uh, oh, we love Dodd. Yep, down there in uh, in Atlanta area. Uh, dude does a lot of stuff with the film industry and uh, that stuff. A, um, he is a location scout, an award-nominated location scout, maybe even award-winning location scout. Yeah, he's awesome. He also married way up. Yeah. He married a supermodel, basically, and uh, makes us all look bad. Anyway, no, no offense <laughs> to our wives. Uh, he wrote in and says, Hey, I was listening to the show yesterday while driving from the production office and a film location. I can speak from experience and assure you that the streaming services do, in fact, finance their own projects. Take that! Uh, who was it? Dice Tomato? Whoever it was. Oh, Dice Tomato was the one who was arguing about that. Yeah. Right. He says, uh, yes, they also buy the distribution rights to independent films and distribute them in, uh, as unique to their service. More specifically, I just completed work on a Netflix studio feature that I started working on in March of 2021, and it was simply a Netflix production. I uh, hope that is helpful. Love the show. And then he gave a link to the, to the thing. Uh, so yeah, uh, once again, Scott proven triumphant. Uh, we, uh, I fully understand how things work. <laughs> so, so there you Scott's, go. Scott's favorite status, proven triumphant. Proven triumphant, my permanent status, achievement <laughs> unlocked. Hey, we got an update on Vegas. Here's the deal. Yeah. Uh, it's still the same dates. Do you have the dates? What's the dates? I do. 420. So really the events will be held on 426 and 427, April 26th and April 27th. However, you'll want to travel the day before and travel the day after, right? So you can be there for the full days because there'll be fun stuff. So really April 25th to 28th, just yeah. book your travel for Monday yeah. or earlier if you want to go to Vegas and see some other things besides yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. our faces. Our ugly faces. If you're coming from really far away too, maybe you want to spend more time but i'll be driving yes. down on a monday driving back on a thursday uh the but the 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 in-betweens is where we're going to be doing our hanging out uh here's a couple of things that are going to happen before uh between now and then i'll be letting you guys know when but we'll have a basically a swag pack that you'll grab we're going to keep them cheap price wise but cool you know cool stuff inside we always do that yeah keep in mind um, this is not just us re- getting reimbursed for the swag this also pays for all the event stuff like we have to pay you know you're buying your hotel room obviously but we have to pay for ballroom time and other other deposits and things like that so it's just a matter of getting those things we just need enough to cover it and uh so that's all we're going to do there and it'll also kind of act as your as your way in so if you're coming you get one of these and uh they'll be given to you while you're there and it'll include some cool stuff which i again will announce soon uh, we want everyone coming to be vaxxed. Them's, them's just the breaks, all right? So be mm-hmm. vaccinated. I suppose yep. you don't have to be boosted if you can't get it wherever you live or whatever. But, you know, yeah. do your best. Be careful. We're trying to have this fun thing without incident. And, yeah. uh, and- just so much out of our control already. We want to, uh, you know, have as, have as much on our, on our uh, as much control on this as we can. So be vaxxed before you come. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we see. We mentioned the dates. What else uh, can we tell them? Um, uh, uh, there's some secret no, stuff I, we can't say yet. Yeah. There's some stuff. I'm I'm working on some cool event details. Um, it's safe to say we will have a ballroom for four hours for board games. So yeah. uh, I'm bringing I'm bringing Marvel United and a bunch of my painted minis, mm-hmm. so we can play that game. Uh, 
and I'll be like sitting there like a hawk hovering over people as they touch and pick up those minis and move them like no you're being a little too you're being a little too aggressive with Daredevil calm mm-hmm. down yeah his pain his red pain is on your thumb quit it'll squeezing be, so I'll, hard. Be like, I'll be like uh, Nigel Tufnell saying uh, <laughs> no don't don't even breathe on it don't even look at it move on <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I will be bringing copies of uh, of uh, Rock, Rock Runners. Runners I can't wait yeah. to play that with actual tadpoolers this makes me so excited to play Rock Runners with, with friends so uh, anyway yeah. all that kind of stuff will happen that but day there, there will be we will have a, a meet up the night uh, Monday night so get in early enough that you can join us for like a little a little get together reception informal kind of thing um and then we'll have stuff uh planned for both tuesday night and wednesday night mm-hmm. and um uh it's cool stuff we might have uh jury there and schwood yeah they're gonna at least uh, Tom, try to poke Tom's in a maybe yeah um jury and schwood are, are, a, are a poke in because like, they're coming for a thing later that weekend Right. So what they'll right. do is probably not a whole lot of them. We may see them on Wednesday. I, I don't know yet. Yep. We haven't yep. we haven't confirmed any of that. But yeah, Tom's a maybe. But yeah, some of your some of your favorite right. folks will hopefully be exactly. there. Exactly. And it'll be a uh, no handshake, uh, no hug environment unless you know you you unless you get consent from both parties. Yeah. Everybody, so. if you want a hug, you got to both be into it. Uh, if yeah. you want. Um, you know, vax your ass and wear your mask is our rule. So <laughs> that's right, and uh, and we are following all the protocols that uh, Vegas has, as well as the hotel, since they can they can go above what uh, Vegas's protocols are. A hotel can always do more and say, you know, yep, uh, masks in all of these spaces unless you're actively uh, drinking or eating or whatever. Yeah, so. and if you want, you can be one of those three a.m. pulling on the pulling on the side of a freaking slot machine, uh, looking with look like you got blue hair, but wear your mask. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, more on that as we get closer yeah. to it. We're excited about and, it. And all I've still got the tmsvegas.com de- uh, domain and site, so um, I don't know if there's anything currently there. It's probably just old stuff, right? I don't even know if it's old stuff because I I moved my hosting. So, oh, are you not using yeah. Bluehost anymore? I am not. Oh. I have a whole new thing that I use. Nice. I manage my own servers now, Scott. Is what oh, I. Oh, very nice. I'm all. Uh, uh, I'm I'm Your using all basic. AWS, but I am terrible. Oh, I'm terrible at managing it because I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm too, and yeah, my service makes it pretty easy, and actually does use AWS as a service. Yeah, so if you got a you good and front I should end, talk. We should probably talk. Little, my front end, yeah. my front end is me. Is it, it's, it's I'm using it as if I'm the front end, and that's yeah. fine for yeah. some developer, smart guy, server guy, for you know whatever. I'm just yeah. like, what's the command line? Where do I put the thing? How do I right, do this? Right. Anyway. Fun stuff. Anyway, so details will be um, forthcoming Facebook, Discord, and um, officially on the TMS Vegas website when I get that thing uh, rebooted. Nice. Uh, Quick reminder tonight, uh, play retro, 3.30 Mountain Time. Please come join us. Lots of visuals with today's show, although the podcast is just as good. Uh, So go check that out. Uh, How's Soundography doing? We getting a new one today? We do. There's a new one that just got posted this morning. Surf time. Yeah, surf rock. All of your favorites like, uh, oh, the Chantels and the uh, the Miserloo, the Dale, Dick Dales and all those bands. Telstar by the Tornadoes. We talk about the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all the way up to current surf rock. There are still bands that are cranking out some amazing surf rock. And we're going to let you know about all that stuff. It's soundography.com. That show is up. So you can go listen to it right now if you want. Very nice. I'm going to, I think yeah. uh, my pushed lunch with Hammond is now tomorrow. I think we're doing that tomorrow. 
That'll oh, be cool. fun. Yeah. Push lunch. Yeah, we're going to uh, push or Sapphire. It's called the restaurant Push by Sapphire. It's, uh, it's formally called yeah, based on <laughs> based on the restaurant uh, Push by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so there you go. Uh, a couple of quick things. I want to thank some patrons at patreon.com slash TMS. Michael Roche, Tristan Adams, Jack Turek. You three are awesome. Thank you for joining up at the levels you're at. And uh, I hope you like getting the benefits you get. I know you do because you've been there a long time. And if you want to be like them, sign up today. Frog Pants, or sorry, uh, uh, patreon.com slash TMS. The website yeah. is frogpants.com slash TMS. And that will do it for today hey we can't leave without a song because that's the deal so brian yeah. why don't you play one damn it i will play one this one comes to us from alex who goes by crash kincaid on the rare instance he can listen live he says the last time i requested a song was for my 42nd birthday this time i'm requesting a song for my 50th holy cow we've been with you for for eight years crash Jeez. love it wow. uh, in that time i bounced through three jobs moved twice survived probably a pandemic and gained two nephews but i'll probably be paying, playing minecraft when i listen to this episode just like i was doing eight years ago wow. i know scott hates this song but how can you hate something sung by a band called ninja sex party well <laughs> Well, we're about to find out. Okay. Uh, these are the great uh, Ninja Sex Party guys. We uh, love them. Frequent uh, requesters on here. And a cover they included on their Volume 3 of Under the Covers back in 2019. Here's their cover of Starships We Built This City. Oh, Lord. All right. Now I know. Hey, here's this for you, uh, birthday boy. Happy birthday to you. And a happy new year. Yeah, we wish that for you. And anyone else who shares his birthday. All right, here we go. We're out of here. Thank you guys for watching. Enjoy this song. I'm sure this cover's good, but man, that song sucks. <laughs> it does. Uh, but enjoy it anyway. We'll see you net, uh, tomorrow for a whole new TMS. Come back then. We built this city. We built this city on rock and we'll build this city. We built this city on rock and
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Um. <laughs> Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.